the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, everybody, to the Messy Walk Podcast. Happy 2022. Woo! I'm here with Pastor Adam. Say hey. Hey. Um, and we are just so excited to be back with a new series this year. Happy New Year. It's good to be back. Yeah, it's cool to be back. It's it been, is. I've been a couple weeks for me. So. I know. It's been a while since we've sat at this table. Yes, it's been a little while now. Yeah. Chloe's been sitting at the table yes. back and forth. But, yes, uh, but we with had other little, people. Yeah, so like our last two episodes, yeah. And then actually, yes. actually, kind of like our last three out of the last five or something like that, because there was another one. Right. A few weeks. The last, the last two episodes, we've had guests on. Yeah. And they were you. awesome. Yeah, they were really good. So we good. had uh, Bay Harville. Right. Talking through um, Christmas and mm-hmm. that whole putting the reason back in the season, right? Yes. Um, and Bay is one of our, um, she's an online uh, leader. For us, yes. um, for she multiple does all groups, kind of stuff. Right. I learned. Yep, which is really cool. But she's uh, she is in this new world of um, church being more hybrid. Yeah, um, and she's, she's killing one it. Of our online leaders and yeah. leads online small groups, and she's also an incredible artist, ridiculous, crazy artist. Um, anyway, anyway, she's so she just was so on. cool yep, in every she's way. Extremely <laughs> cool. Yes, she's extremely cool. And then we had uh, Preston Daniels on, who is our um, uh, one of our lead guitar players yes. at church. One of our He's one of our small group leaders in person as well, yeah. Um, and one of our head people in uh, on the worship team here yeah. at Union Church. Um, and he's awesome too. Yeah, yeah. And so he was talking. He wasn't talking about Christmas. He was talking yeah. about like um, excellence. Yes, bringing doing best, things with excellence, which it is really so really cool. It was challenging too. Yeah, I thought so too. So I was like, where are the areas in my life not just like worship related things but also like where are the areas in my life with my work with you know my relationships and stuff like that you know where am i not yep. giving my best and yeah it was, I good. It was really it cool. was really good cool way to kind of round yes. out the year and then we took a week off so we did not have a podcast um Last the first week. wednesday or whatever of the year basically yeah, yeah. um and then we're back. Yes. So I'm glad to be back. I got a little bit of a break, and uh, Christmas holidays were mm-hmm. um, pretty good for us as a family. Um, you know, That's good. You, you know, cr- Christmas services at church were all really good, and then um, a lot of times for me, uh, after that's over with, it's sort of like a crash. Yeah. Um, you know, and this year I didn't really experience that, which That's is kind of neat. So yeah. we had uh, we had a lot of time at home, and uh, we weren't really traveling around visiting a bunch of people, yeah. and we had a good time. So it was a good because um, we take a break the week after right. at church. We take a break, and so just having that week, we were just talking about it, like sleeping in every day, yes. and like it just felt like a very restful time. Because typically on those weeks off, you know, I'll go travel or something like that. But right. instead, this time right. I was like, same thing for us. We didn't, yeah. you know, we just hung out. It was out, really so. nice. It was very refreshing. So now we're back, and we're ready yep, to. We're back. We're going to dive on. in for yes. several weeks. We're not really sure how long we're going to go here, but we're um, we're going to do something a little different for the podcast. This is going to be a little bit of a. I don't know when you say Chloe, it's sort of a sort of a different topic for I me. Mean, it's not really yeah, different. It's but. just like a different direction, I guess, because yeah. a lot of things. Not that this won't be practical, but this will be a different sort of practical. I think. Yeah, we we this kind of um, came out of after the time we spent talking through um, the armor of God, mm-hmm. spiritual warfare, right, mm-hmm. and the armor of God. Which, if you hadn't listened to those, I think there were probably I've I've listened to all our stuff, which is by the way. Is it really hard to listen to yourself? So hard. Um, so embarrassing. I, I don't. I, don't like I sound my voice. way more.
more country than I thought I did. <laughs> um, but I go back to try to listen to all those to make sure that, you know, we're doing what we're supposed to do and all those kind of things. And, and I think out of every, out of all the podcasts that we've done so far, I actually think that the Spiritual Warfare podcast series, um, and specifically breaking down that armor of God scripture, is the best stuff we've done so far on the it podcast. Was very but good. After we finish that, this is where this, this couple different iterations of thought we end up with what we're going to talk about now. Yeah, it kind of came from that. Um, and, and I am so excited about it. Yeah, and I think it should be really cool. Yes. So, um, how do we want to tell them? We just want to roll it out. I don't know. We're so secretive. I like we keep always hyping set this it up. up. We always do. I this. know. I think it's so fun. So Adam actually brought this idea um, up. I, like you, I guess it was after the Armor of God series. And when he brought it up, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I love that idea because this is something that I personally want to learn more about right. through having these conversations, something that I want to date, um, dedicate, not date, <laughs> something that I want you to can, dedicate. Can date God, and my Chloe, brain just like, <laughs> yes, date Jesus. <laughs> no, my brain just like froze for a second. That was so weird. But um, something that I want to dedicate more of my personal time to. And so. And, but then you also, which is going to prove our point in a minute, it, you've also experienced, I want to do this, but I'm kind of. Inti- I'm intimidated by it. It's, it's just. Kinda, yes, you know, even when we were to, talking about right. it, like planning this, I was like, which oh is my perfect. gosh. That's why we're going to do it. Yes, I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, like there's just so many different directions we could take this. I felt overwhelmed. I was like, I don't know. Am I going to have anything to say? I'm just going to have to learn a lot and ask questions. Um, I guess we've hyped it up enough. Yeah. So, all right. So, so, so when I was a when I was a youth pastor years ago. Now, I was a youth pastor while I was in college as well. Right. Um, and then I was a what we call a professional youth pastor after right. that. So after I got out of school, you know, of course I'm being funny, but right. um, I remember when I was in school and I was I was learning um, for the first time really, um, I guess really ever. Um, I was learning theology, mm-hmm. um, you know, and specifics of theology. Instead of it just being, here's me learning about the Bible, right? It was putting in the context of theology. And I was excited about it because it was kind of cool. And so I was starting to teach some of these words and thoughts, doctrines, right? Right. Those kind of practices to some of my students. And they didn't have a clue what I was talking about. Um, And I say that to say that these kids have been in church their whole life, right? And they had no clue, Um which was really strange to me because I was thinking to myself, how can we be in our church our whole lives and not understand basic doctrine doctrines of our faith? Yeah. Um, but then I realized I had been in church my whole life too, and I didn't know any of those words for it. Like yeah. we we typically understand some of the doctrines, but we don't understand we don't know their theological basis or yeah. what they're called. You know, um, it's like you know, it's like knowing that you're, um, you know. That your you call it your shoulder blade, mm-hmm. but its real name is the clavicle, mm-hmm. right? And so it was similar to that in the theology. So anyway, that's when I thought to myself, I was like, man, was, we should talk more about this. Right. And of course, that was years and years and years and years ago. But what we've what we've kind of come down to recently is that um, maybe our walk is messy. Maybe part of our messy walk because the messy walk podcast is all about you know a realistic walk with Jesus. Yeah. And and most of the time when we're referring to messy, we're referring to the of sinfulness, right? Yeah. But part of it might be that our walk is extra messy because we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Right? Like our, our knowledge base is not there when yeah. it ought to be. And we so don't that, know like why we believe what yeah, we believe. That, and we have spent no time kind of figuring it out and and you know it, it 
instead of us understanding it all, we just kind of approach all of it from how can I apply this biblical knowledge right this moment in my life um, instead of understanding the deeper parts of it. Or in, so in other words, it, it, it can come across where we can be very shallow in our understanding of God. Yeah. And, and that shallowness is okay during certain seasons, but then when things get bad. And and your you know you, your foundation starts to get rocked. If your foundation is just minimal, then that it causes a lot of trouble. So, yeah. I think that what we want to do is is we want to try to debunk that a little bit um, and, and show the need for theology. Yeah. And take take away some of the stigma and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's what we want to talk through. And um, so basically, let's just jump in. So theology. Um, it should not be some scary word. Yeah. So it should not be something that people abstain from talking about. It's pretty simple. Just like you probably learned when you were in sixth grade that anything with ology on the end of it means the study of, mm-hmm. right? And so when we're talking about theology, that's just two Greek words put together, right? So mm-hmm. theos, God, mm-hmm. right? Ology means um, word. It comes from logos is where right. that word's coming from. So. So theos and logos are those mm-hmm. two Greek words. And so that means word or discourse, right? Okay. Understanding or knowledge, right? So so the term theology just simply refers to the study of or the discourse about God. Mm-hmm. That's all that it means. And so it does it's not some sort of crazy complicated thing. Now we make it complicated oh, yeah. and it seems to be for a lot of us, but it, in essence, theology is what most churches are trying to get you to do, right? That's what most pastors are trying to get you to do. That's what anybody in your life who would be a spiritual mother or a spiritual father, that's all they're trying to get you to do is do theology, yeah. like study, think about, learn about God, right? Yeah. And that's the whole thing. So it's not some really difficult thing. So when, when you have, um, let's just say church, for example, when you have church leadership pushing spiritual practices or attending services or even um, um, spending time serving or living on mission or all those things, it all comes back to this concept of theology, hmm. studying, learning, trying to understand this God who created us, everything around us, and the God that died for us, right? Yeah. It's just sort of a of learning more about God. And so... Um, Everybody's a theologian, right? Yep. Everybody. So, and I mean, even people who do not believe in the God that we are um, serving through mm-hmm. our Messy Walk podcast, right? So, those that are not believers in Jesus Christ, and um, even people that don't believe that God exists, there's still thoughts and study about God, yeah. Which means that you're doing theology when you do that. Right, and so it does not have to be that you must have a specific theology book or be in some class somewhere to understand that. Any of these thoughts or or deeper, deepening any sort of learning mm-hmm. about God, or the, the we go back to the logos word, the, the word or discourse on it, talking about God, yeah. is in essence at the very foundations theology. Now it may be bad theology, right. like it may be correct theology, but at the end of the day, it's still theology, right. and so I that's mean, why it's important to study it because everybody has right. theology, and you don't want to have. A lot of stuff about God wrong, right, right. you know. You, you want to know what's true about Him. If you have a relationship with Him, sure. you want to know what's true about sure. Him. Sure. And at the end of the day, all of these things require faith. Right. So it's not like we're finding some, you know, explicit. Right. I hate. I don't even like using this word. Explicit proof. Right. Right. Um, but it's all it's all based on faith. But regardless, everybody's doing theology. So like when you when you look at the 
scripture. Most of the letters in the New Testament, almost all of Paul's letters in the New Testament, um, I mean almost every word that he says, yeah. all it is is theology. So Paul's not writing about an eyewitness account of what Jesus said or did at this particular time, right? I mean, he is writing theology. Yeah. It is how to understand what God does with A, B, C, D. And so he talk, you know, and, and he's bringing up doctrinal understanding of this is what salvation means. This is what the cross did. This is, you know, all that's that's all he's doing is is um, instructing churches using theology. That's all it is. Um, and then Jesus himself makes theology a big part of his ministry, right? I mean, the whole point of Jesus coming is God taking human flesh, right? And so that we, and of course, he's atoning for our sins. He's dying for our sins. But he's showing us who God is, yeah. the very nature of God, right? Which is just, yeah. which is theology. But then Jesus uses this constantly. Like a classic example of this is Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, right? You can go find that in uh, Matthew 5, 6, and 7. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus on the Sermon of the Mount, he's teaching a ton about who God is, what he wants, and what the kingdom of God is all about, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's just understanding or knowledge about God. Um, scripture itself is pointing to the vital need for theology in our lives, and that's what we study. Right, and that's how we seek and we grow closer to Him. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's all that that really is. And so, theology is the reason we study our Bibles. Right. Theology mm-hmm. is why we pray. Right. Theology is why we serve. Theology is why we give. I mean, theology is why we have a Bible study or we talk to somebody about God because yeah. it's deepening, growing, you know, exploring the knowledge of who is God right. and what God's about. And so. It's the reason that we practice spiritual disciplines, and it's the reasons that we, you know, write sermons. Like I'm writing sermons because theology is us growing closer to and understanding a God who loved us enough to die for us, and so that's the whole point. Yeah. And so, and all that to say, for some weird reason, and this goes back to what we were saying a minute ago, Chloe, you feel intimidated about it. Yeah. And a lot of people feel intimidated about it. And in in recent years, theology has been. Um, seems to be relegated to academics um, and that would be people that are you know specifically teaching it professors things like that theologians yeah or pastors who may be still practicing and leading but we see them or view them as an academic as well and right. so they're writing books about it or they're talking about it and they're thinking about it. and so it seems to like it's been rele- relegated just to academics but yeah. it's not merely for, Academics, which right. is ridiculous, and that's a and that's not that's a newer concept. All right, so I mean, it, it hasn't it hasn't been that long where we have said, "Oh no, that's just for people who are smarter and yeah. want to study that deeper," and we're going to ignore those things, right? I mean, it, I was telling you, Chloe, this earlier, which I thought was pretty cool, but in mm-hmm. the Middle Ages, theology was known as the queen of the sciences. And so, which is so crazy, right? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's so crazy? In the world we live in now, right, we right. Just think about that. Yeah, right? it was the queen of the sciences, yeah. and so like anthropology and philosophy and the study, you know, the study of man and those things, that was secondary yeah. to to the understanding or the study of God Almighty. Um, but of course, you know, things change and time changes, and yeah, you know, 
just the way it goes. But regardless, <laughs> it's, it's not it's not just for academic people. It is for theology is for the average person sitting in a pew. We don't use pews in a right. chair at church. It is for every single Christian. Yeah. And so, I mean, I want you to think about this is the best way that I think to think about it of why theology is so important, and let's debunk this idea that it's got to just be for smart people and it's only written in big books with 9,000 pages in them, right? Right. Um, Is when you teach or you talk to a child about God or a Bible study, and you tell them, well, this is who God is, right? God loves you. God cares for you. God sees you. Any of those things that you would talk about with a kid, all you just did was theology with that child. That child is getting a basis a basic understanding of who God is on that little spot in that little moment, and then you have just dialogued about that, right? So that's all that is is theology. It cannot be this weird thing that, well, nobody needs to talk about it but people that understand it or know it well or have read all the books or have gone to school or it's just for people from seminary, right? right? It's ridiculous. It's not. It's for every single person. Yeah. And, and I think that theological terms have become increasingly more difficult to talk about. You know, why is it hard to talk about these things? What what intimidates about it? Mm. The vast amount of knowledge, yeah. right? Because there's so much. So many different routes you can take with it. The big right. words. And... Big words. Like, they're huge words that we don't understand. A lot of those mm-hmm. words are, are um, you know, derived from Greek and Hebrew and stuff. And yeah. so we, just, we figure out, well, if I don't know Greek and Hebrew, then I can't then I should be quiet and not learn anything about that. And that's, once again, that's something yeah. for an academic, yeah. right? And I think um, depending on where you're at, it can also be like, I'm afraid of being wrong. Right. I'm afraid of learning the wrong thing right. or having the wrong belief. And you got to start somewhere, I guess. Like, yeah. don't be afraid of being wrong. Just like trust that God's going to. I mean, like, that's what we do with every other right. thing. Like, uh, <laughs> right. Well, I guess I'm kind of speaking to myself right now. <laughs> every single thing else in our life, yes. right? I mean, you yeah. have to explore it to figure it out, and you have to think on it, digest more, yeah. read more, understand, look at what people have done before you, and things like that. You yeah. know, teaching theology in churches is not the issue. Um, I believe that most churches want their congregation to grow in theological studies. Oh, yeah. Right? For sure. Sure. I think the problem is the stigma around theology. Yeah. Um, it's become scary to most people, like you were talking about. Yeah. Like it's it's a scarier thing, or, or it seems so complicated and so hard to understand that we stay away from it. I think that there's so many facets to it. Yeah. And then there's so many of these large words that we don't understand well. Me and Claire were actually talking about this earlier, and I was like, and it's not even that we don't understand the words well. It's that when there's a word that we can't um, pronounce – Right, or we struggle to pronounce it. Right, we we avoid it. Yeah. Right, and so we don't want to look stupid or yeah. or you know I don't know what that word like when you're reading a book or something and you hit a word you never heard of before. How many of us do what we're supposed to do, which was we were taught in school, is you stop right then, you find your dictionary, and you look up that word. Right, or your phone, you just right. Google it. Right, your phone. Right. Oh, I just showed my age. Right, right. I was like, does anyone own a I dictionary? Could've, I could have been referring to an electronic dictionary. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I won't hold it against who you. Who does that? Yeah. Not me. No. What we do is we skip over the word right. and see if we can kind of figure out the context of the thing. You look at the sentence around word. it and you're like, they must have meant that. It's got to mean that, right? right. And, and I think that's what we do with theology, too. Yeah. Well, you just, we just ignore that part because it's intimidating to us and then just go, well, that must kind of mean this. And we have a general understanding. Whereas if we went and actually looked at that word that somebody has taken time to come up with and go, okay, 
here's what we mean when we say this. Right. Then we've got a, a, a very simplistic understanding of this thing that we're trying to kind of put together by looking at the other pieces around it, right? Yeah. Um, and so to me, there's a stigma around it because it seems so complicated to understand and that it's viewed as this academic pursuit only, which yeah. I think is ridiculous. Me and you were talking about, was it was yesterday, I think, that um, there is no sense in this having to only be thought of as academic. Um, the world has changed dramatically in that standpoint, right? Yeah. And so it should not be. Like, for example, you know, what we used to think about with regard to our bodies and physical stuff was, or health-related stuff was, well, the doctor's going to know. The doctor has that knowledge. They're the right. ones at school. That, and then, no doubt, they have the knowledge. Yeah. But WebMD changed the game. Right, you know, in good ways and in bad ways, yes, WebMD yes. has changed the game. Yes, Some, I'm sure it has created way more hypochondriac, <laughs> <laughs> and people think they have something when they don't. Right. But it's changed the game, right? You can learn and look up and figure out those things, right? That right. used to be kind of reserved for academics, only right. reserved for academics because the information had to remain somewhere. Right. And so it was sort of housed in books and libraries and in colleges. Yeah. Right. But of course, those things are everywhere now. The same thing with with um, theology and the understanding of scripture is that all those things are everywhere around us now. So you can actually learn about it. I think that theology is everything. So, you know, if if theology is the study of God, Mm -hmm. then it would be everything in this world. Does that make sense? So, yeah. And as, as Christians, everything we would pursue could be nothing more at its base root, theology. Yeah. Like if we believe that God is in all things, above all things, through all things, created all things, intricately involved, everything, I'm just saying a lot of stuff Christians yeah. say, everything has a, every, you know, everything's got a purpose. Right. Everything's got, you know, there's a God's will, God's hand holding the whole right. world in his hands. I mean, knows every hair on the top of your head. Like, you know, all those things yeah. we say as Christians, right? Um, if that stuff's true, then every single thing on its base root all the way down of every piece of knowledge we could ever have yeah. is theology. So to me, it's vitally important. And, you know, any, we can't really understand the kingdom of Jesus and this Savior that we follow if um, we don't understand theology. And so okay. not teaching or not studying theology is not an option, right? right? And so, you know, am I saying that you um, should study things other than the Word of God? Oh, absolutely, right? Um, but even studying the Word of God is understanding theology, mm-hmm. and the Word of God is the basis for our theology for the most part anyway. Now, there's some other mm-hmm. pieces, but that's the basis for it anyway. So um, there's just a – and I'm not belittling it either. Um, so what I'm saying is is that the reason we don't study it is because it seems difficult, right? Yeah. It, it sort of seems reserved for the academics. Yep. We ignore it. It's kind of scary. It's a big thought. Um, so I'm not belittling it and making it small. What I'm saying yeah. is we should do it anyway, and yes, it is difficult. Yeah. Right? It is extremely okay. difficult. Um, I mean, think about this for a second. If 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 it's about God, right, then it, it would be difficult, wouldn't it? Yeah. Right? I mean. Of course. And it would. <laughs> If it was easy, then that would kind of be like, well, God isn't as big as we thought he right, was. Right, right, right. If it's if it's if it's hard to understand, if there's concepts we don't get or don't completely understand, or we can't wrap our brain around it completely, 
then that would make it theology, yeah. right? That would make it about yeah. God. And so the expectation of it being kind of easy. So like I, I worry a little bit about um, the way we title and talk through this podcast. Like right. we say, you know, uh, we are trying to um, – we're not trying to overly simplify it because you can't, right? Right. So it's not theology made simple, right? Right. Or, it, or you know, or theology for dummies, right? That's not what it is, right? What it would be is sort of debunking the the things that are keeping us from studying theology because yeah. you know. So what we're experiencing with it is it is extremely difficult. I ran across this thing that I want to share with everybody um, on why theology is different. So um, <clears throat> Gregory of Nazianzen. Nazi Anson, I said it right. Um, he was a fourth century theologian. He's actually known as Gregory the Gregory the Theologian, right? Oh, wow. So we'll withhold. Yeah. We won't say his last his um, his other moniker from where he's from again. Right. It's too hard to say. But anyway, um, he's known for the theology of the Trinity, and so you're yeah. talking you're talking fourth, early fourth century, right? Um, who did a tremendous amount of work on various different pieces of theology, but one piece was taking this idea of the Trinity, right? That Father, Son, Holy Spirit, right? All separate, but all three in one, all the same, but all different, you know, um, and putting that into a framework where you would understand it. So like, you know, using that, taking that and understanding Trinitarian theology, right? And so he's instrumental in making that happen. And so he actually writes about um, why theology is so difficult. In his words, he, instead of saying why it's so difficult, he says the incomprehensibility of the divine nature, mm-hmm. right? That it's the divine nature and we cannot comprehend it, which would mean it would be hard and difficult, right? And so he writes about why it's like this in his five theological orations. And he says, here's the first one. He's given three reasons. And this is going to be kind of heady and kind of weird because it's written in the fourth century and just hang with me, podcast right. people. So everybody's <laughs> there. Um, we say that perhaps one reason is to prevent us from too casually throwing away the knowledge of it because it was so easily come by. Hmm. For people cling tightly to that which they acquire with labor. Big, big sentence. But that which they acquire easily, they quickly throw away hmm. because it can be easily recovered. And so it is turned into a blessing, at least to all who are reasonable, that this blessing is not too easy. Right? Hmm. And so in other words, he's saying easy come, easy go. Right. So perhaps the perhaps, and he's going to say perhaps. He's not going to be like this is one of the reasons for sure. Perhaps theology is difficult to, uh, it's hard and difficult to understand because it teaches us appreciation, yeah. right? And so one of the things understanding and you know diving deeper into theology, maybe one of the reasons it's hard is because it's going to teach us how to appreciate. It. We're actually going to appreciate it because it's difficult and hard knowledge to acquire. Yeah. Then he says, here's the second one, or perhaps. It is in order that we may not share the fate of the fallen Lucifer, lest as a result of receiving the full light, mm-hmm. our necks become stiff against the Lord Almighty, and we and we fall from the height that we had attained, mm-hmm. a downfall most pitiable of all. So in other words, if theology were too easy, we'd become proud, Yeah. right? If it was too easy, we'd become proud. So perhaps it is difficult also to teach us humility. Right, and so it it is teaching us appreciation of it because it's difficult, right? And we had to work to attain it. But then possibly it's also to teach us humility that we're not proud and think we know everything. Yeah. Um, and then he gives a third one, or perhaps it may be to give a greater reward hereafter 
to those who by their labor and glorious life have here been purified and have preserved, excuse me, have persevered in seeking what they desired. Hmm. So in other words, saying that the difficult theology teaches us hope as well, right? And it encourages us to persevere in faith until one day we meet God face to face and we are fully known and we fully know. Right. And so his if you're summing it up, he's basically saying, Why is it so difficult? Well, maybe it's because it creates a mixture in us of appreciation, humility, and hope. Wow. And even if that ain't right, those are good three good things to have. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. even if he's completely wrong, that's not the nature of it. Why wouldn't we want appreciation, humility, and hope? Yeah. Right. And so pursuing I'm telling you right now that I agree with this 100%. Yeah. And pursuing theology, like taking time to understand and study who God is, gives you appreciation, it gives you humility, and it gives you hope. Yeah. Every single time. Now, you're going to run into some stuff where you don't understand, you don't know what to do, I don't know what I believe here, right? When we go through certain pieces of theology, I can tell you right now, I don't know where I land here, I don't know where I land here, I kind of think this, I'm going to agree with this, but I don't know. There's some stuff I don't get, right? I mean, it's just, I just don't get it. And at different times in my life, I've flip-flopped on some of those things, right? Like, I believe this now, the more I studied, I believe this. There's some things I don't get or know, but I can tell you every single time, all the time, as we study about God, as we increase our knowledge about God, or at least we're just pursuing it, we are going to appreciate it because it's hard to attain. It is going to humble us, yeah. right? And we're going to realize how stupid and small we really are and and sinful. And it's going to give us hope, yeah. right, that there is there's a time where – I can look in the future that there's a God who is in control, who is bigger than me, and all those kind of things. So I think yeah. that's—I think it's a really cool thing to look at. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I just thought it would kind of fit what we were talking through. Yeah. Um, you so, read them to me yesterday. Yeah. And yesterday we were just talking through so many different aspects of this that like I got them, but I was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. But now you just read them and like they're I was pretty like, good. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. That makes me want to go buy like all the books, Let's all the, every book. All, <laughs> just learn. All old Gregory all was doing. Yeah. All Gregory was doing was sitting around thinking about, talking about, studying about this. And then he he says, hey, here's what I think after yeah. I've studied this. This is what's going on with God in this, yeah. right? I mean, that's all it is. So cool. And there's so much of that has, that has happened prior to us, right? So there's lots of people that have come before us um, that are not people who are published in the Bible that we can learn from their understanding and study of it. Yeah. That's all you're doing when you go listen to your pastor at church. Right. Right? I mean, that's all it is. So I think I think we, we – why, why do we feel the need to separate Bible study, devotions, whatever word you want to call it, from theology? Why is it a separation? It's not. It's not a separation at all. Why do we feel the need to separate the other spiritual disciplines, right? Prayer, giving, whatever it may be, serving – from theology. That's theology as well, right? It's helping yeah. us understand and, and study the nature of who God is, right? So mm-hmm. um, leaving theology solely for the pastor um, or the academic uh, is not the right answer because yeah. theology is for everybody, especially the average person. I mean, especially the average person, mm-hmm. right? You, you know, So I think that um, 
obviously when we're looking at this and we start to understand it. So that's our big framework. We're using this word theology. It's the study of God. For us as Christians, we're referring to the study of God. Mm -hmm. But, of course, theology in general, even for folks that don't believe, would be the study of God, right? Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Even if you're saying it's a different God, right? right? So it's for absolutely everybody. But when we talk about about Christ followers, we would be then students of the Bible. And so, therefore, theology is the product of Bible study. Right? Does that make sense? And we'll yeah. get into that a little bit more in the next couple of episodes. So it's not something that we read into the Bible when we read the Bible or even um, use it as a grid for understanding the Bible. Instead, it's something that we should come to the Bible with objectively and let the Bible say what it says, right? Yeah. That would be biblical theology. Does that make sense? So yeah. biblical theology is using the word to frame the theology. Mm not using the theology to then frame the word. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah. So what we're what we're talking about pursuing here, and so now we're getting a little bit a little bit deeper, right? right. So think about this track we're on. Right. Theology and now we're going, all right, biblical theology. Right. Biblical theology is letting the word form the theology that we receive. Yeah. Instead of the other way around. Because you could take and you could go understand a theological concept and then go read the word and look for ways to see that theological mm-hmm. concept in the word. Hmm. It's got to be the other way around, hmm. right? Yeah. For for those of us that are pursuing it from a Christian perspective, yeah. right? From a biblical perspective. And also from a Judaistic perspective as well. Um, but what ends up happening from that is um, what you gather from looking at the word and then developing pieces of theology or understanding parts about God is what we call like a biblical theology, and going forward from there, the next helpful thing to do, which is the word people are going to know and have heard and avoid like the plague, because right. um, they also were some of the worst classes I ever took in college. The next step, helpful step after that is, you know, after you're studying the biblical context, is to be able to go, okay, let's make a system for these particular teachings of the Bible yeah. and what it says about God or ways to categorize them is another way to say it, right? So that we can understand all of what the Bible teaches about a particular topic, mm-hmm. right? Because it's going to talk, it's not just going, the Bible's not sitting there going through, all right, here's everything you need to know in the first chapter about this part of God. Yeah. And then here's everything you need to know about this part of God in chapter two. And it's setting it up like that. That's not the case at all. Yeah. And so what you've got to do is sort of create a, a, a category, category way or a systematized way to approach this to understand all the things that are said about these particular pieces. Um, and so what systemata- systemization helps us do mm-hmm. is avoid making um, big assumptions about narrow concepts, okay. right? So when yeah. we systematize it, what we're doing then is going, okay, I'm not going to look at one. Maybe I'm hoping this makes sense. It does. And I hope we haven't lost everybody or we're completely – I've completely ruined the plan of (laughs) drawing everybody. I'm tracking with you. I think it's great. All right. So if we, what, what, what system, what system we're going towards right now Mm -hmm. is uh, systematic theology, right? So theology, I'm using my hands. You can't see me right now. (laughs) Biblical theology, right? And we're talking about, okay, systematic theology. Yeah. What, what is, what we're doing there is we're saying, okay, we're looking at the whole of scripture that then lets us form a systematized approach to this particular aspect about God, this doctrine, mm-hmm. right? That keeps us from looking at one little piece yeah. 
yeah. and determining something from that. Like looking at one verse, one instance of God and what he does in Exodus, mm-hmm. right? And then letting us go, all right, that's who God is, without looking all throughout Scripture and seeing, all right, what does it always say about right. who God is and how these things fit together, right? right? And so it helps us kind of not, I hope this makes sense, not make big assumptions about yeah. these narrower contexts, yeah. right? So it lets us look at the whole of the context yeah. to understand. And I've been trying to think of something I can use to, because I like illustrations, I like word pictures, yeah. where I can think of to do this when I just can't come up with anything. That's okay. Um, but what that's called is that's called systematic theology. And that's the word you're going to hear all the time, right, right. Um, <clears throat> when you get into deeper theological thought. Because all that's saying is, is okay, theology is a great big old topic. Like it's <laughs> yeah. massive as humongous. And what we just said was is it covers everything in the history of mankind. Right. So biblical theology is going, okay, we're going to look at the word. And from the word, we're going to determine these pieces about God. And systematic theology is going, there's a lot of stuff that the word says about God. So let's put it in some categories, right? right? And so when we look at the whole of the word, we pick up on some things. And so um, that systematic theology, there are 11 basic categories, right? So anybody who wants to stay this further, and there's a little bit of dissension on that, but there are 11 basic categories of systematic theology that are representative of biblical theology, right? Mm -hmm. There's 11 categories. So think about... um, when you when you're looking at systematic theology, you're taking the study of God and saying, "I think we can break it down when we look at the Bible right. in eleven specific great big old doctrines hmm. um, about who God is and what He has, what He wants, right, and what His kingdom, what His world is all about. Um, eleven big things. So what we're going to do." is we're going to talk through some of them, right? And so we're not going to get into all of them. Right. We're going to hit some of them. you got actually a list, don't you, Chloe? I do. I do you have a list. You want to kind of tell them where we're going? Yes. So I hope they're in the right order. You yeah, might have okay. to re, re – uh, not re – I don't know if anybody made it me. to this part of a podcast anyway. So I okay. think they did. <laughs> I'm enjoying it so much. Oh, it's so I good. feel like I'm fumbling on it and it doesn't uh-uh. make any sense. I didn't think you were. Um, so the terms that we have – that we're going to be talking through. Yeah. They, so these so, are these 11. Yeah. Think of these as like. It's not 11 of them. No, it's but. not. We're not doing 11. <laughs> we're not doing all but, of them. But when you're thinking about all these, think about like, you know, there is there is one room that everything in that room makes up who God is or whatever. Yeah. Or the, 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 what we know. Right. Right. Oh, we and within that. that room, within that one room, there's a bunch of closets that are yeah. connected to one another. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of what we're doing. It's, it's all the things that we know about God in this particular area, and that gives us a framework. That's yes. the system. Right. Yeah. So give them some of the ones we're doing. We're not doing all 11 of them. Yes. So we are going to talk through, I hope I pronounced these see, right. See, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm right? just going to okay. do it. Right. Yeah. Bibliology, that's which is correct. the study of the Bible. Theology proper, which is the study of God the Father. Yep. Christology, is that right? Christology, okay. yep. Because I kept wanting to say Christology. It's um, okay. People <laughs> study, say it both ways. Okay. That is the study of God the Son. Pneumatology, which is the study of the Holy Spirit. And ecclesiology, which is the study of the church. Those yep. are the terms that we are going to be talking through over the next few weeks. And you got some other ones. You can excited. look this up. You can Google it. Yeah. It's, this is, this is um, you know, pretty orthodox thought here. Yeah. Universally accepted among, for the most part, 
these categories. Now, what we t- how what we end up talking about within the categories or what we decide on very different across yeah. the board. But you know, these are these are pretty standard. Yeah, um, universally accepted by, by most people that are going to be following biblical theology and systematic theology. Yeah. And so we're just going to cover some of them. So basically, what we talked about was here, and let's just get everybody on the same track, and then we can stop. Theology, this big old thing. Like, think right. about the top of the funnel, the biggest the funnel you can get, right? right? Or or just this big, huge thought. And then let's go biblical theology, just kind of shrinks that down a little mm. bit. And then systematic theology starts to create building blocks mm. that when we put together, we see the face of God, yeah. right? We understand who God is. Yeah. And so the ones that we're going to talk through are, I would call the the big ones, although I'm not diminishing any of the other ones like for example eschatology is one we're not going to do uh, or we might depends on how right. we do with this right this is where we'll we're see what happens, right. yeah. it could um eschatology is the study of the end times yeah the end of the world um so i'm not diminishing it but what we're looking at doing is saying okay let's start off with bibliology that's the bible mm-hmm. right because that's you have to start there so any of this that you look through you're going to begin with um uh revelation not the book Right. We'll get to it in a minute with bibliology, but but the idea that God's revealed Himself right to right. us, and bibliology kind of is a is a founding block that helps us with the rest of them. Um, and right. then we're going to look at God Himself, right? Mm-hmm. So three parts: proper theology, proper Christology, and pneumatology. That's mm-hmm. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And then we're going to look at the Church. That's yeah. ecclesiology. I'm so excited. it should be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited. So as we're starting to get into this. Um, Adam, do you have any suggestions for if people want to continue studying theology outside of just this podcast? Like any suggestions of books? Because yes. I bet that there's a lot of options there out there. Tons and <laughs> tons and, and tons. <laughs> yeah. Um, and most, you know, what it used what it used to be. Now we've got a lot of we got a lot of stuff now. Right. What it used to be was is you would get a tech. It would be a textbook. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, like, if you're trying to go like thick, big as you can, um, you know. I want to study what they will study in seminary. I, right. want, I want to just dive in. I, I love what you're talking about here. There's like one of you on this podcast. <laughs> so, um, you know, a great starting point on something like that is like Grudem's, a guy named Grudem, G-R-U-D-E-M, mm-hmm. Systematic Theology. Now, that's a textbook. Yes, um, it's massive. Yeah, he humongous. showed me the other day. And there's been multiple it's editions. and big, you know, you know, big textbook. That's a good starting point. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I believe that Bay, who we were talking about before, who was on a podcast two weeks ago, received that for the Christmas present a couple Aww, weeks ago or something. Yeah. Anyway, I know that That's recently so cool. she's gotten it for herself or somebody got it for her and she's been reading it. So, That's so cool. Because she's a theology nurse. She's the only person that's that's listening to this. <laughs> she's vibing with us. <laughs> anyway, but for, um, I think for virtually everybody else, and I don't even mean everybody else, like I read these ones that I'm going to tell you about myself right. too. Um, the One of the absolute best ones um, is R.C. Sproul's everyone's a theologian yeah. um, that is recent it's relatively new um, that is a phenomenal one and I got two more on the floor that I'm going to have to move around because I, right, I didn't plan out that Chloe was going to ask me this so, sorry <laughs> I brought them with me because I couldn't I didn't have time to type the names up for right. them but these are two quick ones these are once again extremely small quick reads short small summaries on these ideas um, is Bob Yandian's Theolo- Theology Simplified and then um, uh, Tucker and Finkbeiner, 50 Most Important Theological Terms. Cool. So easy ones yeah. you can pick up. They all um, look really good. Now, here's the thing, all right? So let me talk to some 
Oh, how do I put this nicely? <laughs> Self-righteous Christians for a minute and mm-hmm. some trolls, okay? Yep. Let's just talk real quick. When you are reading these things, you're going to run across stuff that you don't necessarily personally believe in, right? even though somebody's giving you this theological framework. That's right. okay, right? Yeah. Because when it comes to a lot of these issues about God, a lot of them, we are learning it, reading it, figuring it out, and then we are saying, this is what I'm thinking. This yeah. is what I believe. That belief can be founded biblically, and it really makes sense, and everybody pretty much agrees on it. And then there are some other things that are, that we don't necessarily agree on. We see them interpreted a little bit different. Yeah, It's okay. And right. like I said, I flip-flopped on some of those things in my life. I think right. anybody who's really studying God's going to re- do that because, right. like old Gregory was saying, it ain't easy. Right. right? So, yeah. so don't get crazy when you pick up one of these books. And you're like, Adam Cook suggested this book, and it says this about um, you know, the Holy Spirit, and I don't agree with that. Well, I might not either. I was just right. giving you a good choice on just generalized understandings like of these start things. start there, yeah. Yeah, it's a great place to start. Yeah. And, you, and then this is the thing. It's the study of God. It's personal. Right. At the end of the day, you got to figure out what you believe. Right. you got to land somewhere. Right. And you have to be able to support that, too, yep. and understand it. Not support it to be able to argue with somebody else. Right. But That's for you. Point. Right? Yeah. For you to know what you believe, yeah. right? So anyway, don't get all crazy because I suggested a book that you think doesn't illustrate the church right or the Holy Spirit or right. speaking in tongues or whatever it may be. Right. Chill. So, <laughs> right, right. Don't come for us. And, and if any of it is any good, like, for example, R.C. Sproul's, what's good about it is, is he will tell you sort of as you go through both both sides, yeah. and then he'll say, here's what I believe, right? Yeah. And then you can just take it or leave it. So yeah. I think that's pretty cool. So yeah. no, I do not agree with every single thing that R.C. Sproul says in his book. Right. Um, but that's But have cool. you ever met anybody where you agreed with every single thing that they've there ever said? There is nobody like that. <laughs> I mean, exactly. So. We marry people that we don't agree about. <laughs> right. We birth children with people we don't agree with everything about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We have like like uh, here here's a cool one, and you got you got a lot of people like this in your life. Um, our brothers or our sisters that come from our mom and dad together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not half brothers and stuff like that, but yeah. even them's close. They're the closest person in the world to us genetically, mm-hmm. right? They are they are the most similar to us genetically. And I think we probably disagree with our brothers and sisters more than we do with anybody else in life. Oh, you know what I'm saying? 100%, so, yeah. It, it's okay. Yeah. You're not going to agree with every person that you look at. Pastor, right. me, a theologian, you know, right. somebody that, you know, you, your pastor, whatever it may be. You're not going right. to agree with them all. It's right. okay. Right. right. You have to formulate your own opinion and then, you know, decide what you believe. Right. And then also not be so self-righteous to think that later on in life or at a different time, you realize you were wrong. Right. Right. Yeah. It happens. That's part so. of learning is that you're learning. Is it's Sometimes you get to this point and you're like, yeah. oh, this thing that I believed my whole life, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. So then you correct and you learn the right thing and you change and you grow. That's the whole part of it. Like, Well, one of, like I'll give you an example. Like what I try to do is I try to, when there's something – the land on like that. I try to look at the other side that right. I don't necessarily lean towards, and see well what's their biblical background right. here. What's their what's their context? Yeah. What are they believing this verse is saying? Why are they believing that? What what um, what examples are they getting from history? Yeah. What are you seeing in the early church that is causing them to believe this? Like for example, um, I'll throw one out there: um, Paleo Baptists. Those are that believe in infant baptism, hmm. right? They got lots of scriptural backup that points to that too, right? Lots of context. They got early church examples. Yeah. 
You know, all kinds of things. So I like to learn those yeah. so that I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? So anyway. Right. Um, so that's where we're going. Yes. And it's going to be so good. So those I'm are three quick books. Well, four, because we said Grudem's book. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's pretty cool. There's all kinds of stuff out there, too. and you Lots know. of options. Yeah. Yeah. But cool. th- theology is life. Yeah. I'm, I'm just telling you, it's life. Yeah. It's everything around us at all times. And everybody listening is a theologian. Right. You, you know, have some sort of theology, whether you believe it or not. You have something that you're believing about God, yeah, true, and, not and true. That you yeah. are, and that you are studying or thinking on, at least, mm-hmm. at least thinking on, Yeah, right? Like when you sit down outside and you go, God, how in the world did God make this or do this? Or, you know, hey, can he hear me right now? All it is is theology. Right. That's right. all it is. It's yeah. you studying, understanding the discourse about God. Yeah. And what we want to try to do as Christians is to keep it as close to biblical theology as we can get. Yeah. Which is why we'll talk about bibliology next. Yes. Sounds cool. good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, thank you guys for joining us today on the Messy Walk podcast. Um, like Adam said, we'll be back next week with our first, well, I guess it'll be our second episode from this series, yeah. but our first of like the topics that we're going to. Our first systematic gonna, piece. Yes. Yeah, yeah. First systematic yeah. piece. That's yeah. a great way to word it. Um, and that's going to be, like we said, bibliology, study of the Bible. So be sure to tune in, join us for that, um, and be sure to keep up with us on social media so that you can know when we release new episodes, which actually go out every Wednesday, but that way you can know what we're talking about and if there's anything new coming up on the Messy Walk podcast that you need to hear. is this that we just This said? is 47. 47. Yep. Okay. Cool. Episode we'll see 47. you guys soon. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.